Good morning, my beautiful people. Welcome to yet another episode of the Against the Grain podcast brought to you by yours truly, the bad boy sweetheart, Mr. Arnold Francis. Ah, we have finally made it, my people. We have finally made it through what was an unruly year, to say the least. I am elated to have you guys here listening and engaging, despite how mad last year was. You know, I want to start off this new year with a big thank you to everyone who's been diligent in listening to these episodes, who has connected with this content, who has messaged me and shared their opinions and thoughts on this episode. It truly does mean the absolute world to me and I am forever grateful and I can't wait to continue to grow with you guys in this new year. Now, I know an episode was scheduled to come out over the last two weeks, but due to the holiday season, I chose to take some intentional time off to reflect on what value I wanted to bring you guys, not just to kickstart the new year, but as we go throughout 2021. So in thinking and meditating on this, I wanted to start the year off by discussing five key lessons I've had to learn in 2020 and how I hope that these lessons can help both you and I live a better, more engaged, more intentional 2021. You know, these are lessons, both hard and easy, that I had to learn throughout last year. And my hope is that I can take these lessons into the new year. So let's not waste any time. Let's sink our teeth into this episode. Oh man, 2020 has been a wild ride of a year to say the least. You know, it's left many of us scarred, angry, tired, and, you know, and for many of us, it's left us without certain important people in our lives. Even as recent as today, I received news that a friend of mine whose mother had been battling with COVID succumbed to the virus. You know, my heart genuinely goes out to those who have experienced loss this year, especially due to COVID. You know, this may not have been the year that we asked for, but it's unfortunately the year that we were given. You know, many of us asked the universe to challenge us, you know, to use us as a vessel for growth, both in our personal and professional lives, but also to be a guiding light for others. And that's exactly what this year gave us. You know, we were taught tough lessons in humanity and patience. Our moral compasses were tested. We were taught about loss and how to go through it. And, you know, through that, the value of life was magnified. You know, some of these lessons we were underprepared to handle and others we were forced to go through despite how uncomfortable the process of growth may have been. You know, I want to start off by acknowledging this. It's okay to be tired. It's okay to feel overwhelmed. It's okay to feel like you haven't achieved all the goals that you wanted this year. The mere fact that you're alive and that you survived this year is a blessing in itself. It's okay to feel like this year in the universe hasn't conspired in your favor. I mean, people have lost jobs, livelihoods, homes, careers, and even lives. The real blessing in this year, especially if you're alive right now to hear and receive this message, is that you survived. That's in no way intended to downplay the value of the lives that were lost. But if you are here listening to this, your life here and now is a blessing that you should hold dear. I mean, you made it through the year. You took each blow, each fall, and each setback and weathered the storm that was this year, and yet you still got back up. And for that, I'm proud of you, and you should be proud of you too. But as we embrace with open arms the presence of a brand new year, it's important to take stock of not only what 2020 brought, but what you plan on doing about this new year and its challenges. 
Now, I want to level with you for a second. The beginning of a new year does come with new opportunities to build and grow, undo the mistakes of the past and push forward into a brighter future, yes. However, it's important that we are realistic about what this new year really means. It would be foolish of us to accept that life will suddenly reset at the end of this traumatic year and will somehow be taken back to what we perceived to be just a long nightmare. The truth is, not much is going to change as we transition into the new year. COVID is still a very real and a very rampant issue in our society, and it ain't changing anytime soon. You know, we still have to social distance and cases will continue to fluctuate. We have to be realists when it comes to how we perceive this transition into the new year, which means we have to continue to be vigilant, continue to take care of one another, and continue to have a healthy respect for this pandemic. Now, with that said, what can we do to position ourselves to kickstart the new year? Now, the first lesson that I plan on taking into 2021 is the fact that the most basic things in life are usually the most valuable, the things we take for granted. Now, after seeing so much death, mourning, and misery in 2020, I've learned to slow down. I've learned to appreciate that our existence on earth is not by our design or doing, you know, that we have not intentionally chosen to be alive and that time is the most valuable currency. We have such a finite amount of it. You know, it's the most valuable asset we have, and yet we rarely give it the respect it deserves. Now, as most of you who listen to the podcast would know, I lost a friend earlier in 2020, and after sitting with the grief that comes from loss for a while, I realized that life and connection are the most precious gifts we have. Put aside material possessions, social constructs, and other things and you'll start to notice that the most valuable things are connections that we share with family, with close friends, and the people who equally pour into our lives. You know, loss teaches us that nothing is permanent and that we are put on this earth to perform our intended purpose. Once this purpose is achieved, our time is up. So value what it means to have life. Take care of the people that mean the most to you. Invest in the relationships and connections that feed your body, mind, and soul. And most importantly, respect the value and preciousness that is life. The second lesson is that nobody owes you anything. No one in this life, not even our God-given family, owe us anything. You aren't owed love, life, guidance and direction, success, or anything else for that matter. I've learned that no one is going to love or be driven by my vision more than me. Therefore, I cannot expect that anyone owes me their dedication and time. Putting aside any religious or spiritual doctrines, I've learned that you are the leader and the master of your future and of the outcomes of your life. It's because of this that I'm going into the new year with a healthy perspective of my responsibilities. I will work as if I'm the only resource I have. I will protect my future and my business with my life. And I will respect that nobody in this life owes me anything. And that if I want the life I envision for myself, it requires full commitment and dedication from my part. If you're able to really grasp and internalize this ideology, you realize that by being the leader behind your own destiny, you become the most powerful version of yourself possible. This is because you take full accountability for the outcomes of your decisions. You take charge and control of your life, and you have the power to design it accordingly. The third realization this year was not to allow yourself to fall for the potential in people. This sounds cliche, and in one way or another, We've heard some version of this statement before. 
But ask yourself, why is that? There is some very real truth to this statement. We often find ourselves falling for the potential that people show us, be it the qualities that have the potential to make someone a great partner or lover, or the possibility that this person will grow and change over time if we are just patient. I'm calling bullshit on this. This is 2021, and most of us who are listening are fully grown adults. You know, we're living in a time where honesty is trumped by ego, a time where transparency has made room for deceit and manipulation, a time where fear of loneliness is outweighed by choosing to remain friends or lovers based off the potential that someone has to be an amazing person. We are simply too grown for this. We need to start normalizing seeing and meeting people where they meet us. Let me put this into perspective. Do you know what the odds are of you being born a human? And not just a human, but a human in the 21st century. In a world that provides us with, you know, the most access, the most information, the highest quality of technology and an ultra connected world. Well, for those number lovers, it's approximately one in 400 trillion. Yes, with a massive capital T. That means that you just being alive, you being here and having all this access is rarer than being struck by lightning twice in the same spot. About 390 trillion times rarer. That means you simply being alive is one of the greatest achievements in human history. You being born is already you winning at life, and you should be proud of that. That means that we are past wasting the preciousness that is life on people or relationships that don't serve or positively grow us. Go into 2021 with the willingness to meet people where they meet you. Stop betting the preciousness that is your existence on people who aren't positively contributing to your growth. I cannot stress this enough. I've been in this exact position. I wasted what I believed to be a whole year and a half on the potential that I thought somebody had, a potential that I never saw realized. One of my biggest objectives in this life is to not only change the narrative of my family story, but to ensure that the future of my family, my siblings, and my future kids is secure and certain that they never have to worry about small things like school fees, rent, among other basic necessities. And moreover, they're secure enough to fully explore the world and their passions with little to no negative impact on their lives. Because of this, I have made a very conscious decision to remain single and focus on what's most important to me. Most of you who know me on a personal level know how invaluable this is for me. You've probably heard me say it a thousand times over, but that's because I'm aware of the value I bring to the table, as well as the high value relationship that I want for myself. And because of this, I stop betting my future and the future of my family on the potential that someone has. You owe it to yourself to hold yourself to a higher standard, especially if you're actively doing the groundwork to be a better person daily. Anyone who has actively done the work to become a better person will be the first to tell you that it's no easy feat especially when you're dealing with matters of the heart. Why would you bet your future happiness on the potential of someone else, a potential that you, in most cases, won't ever have the opportunity to see? This is primarily because the change we wish to see in others isn't driven by our own sense of control or power. We are helpless in the process of changing others because change doesn't come from us. And even if we did have the power, it's not our responsibility for others to be right for us. It's theirs. I urge you, 
wipe the slate clean this year and start this new year meeting people where they're prepared to meet you. Don't base your life decisions on the possibility that someone will somehow become the person you envision them being. There is just too much pain in this journey. Trust me. This is a perfect segue to my fourth realization, and that is that love is never intended to hurt. Again, I know how cliche this sounds, but hear me out. We often convince ourselves that we are better off experiencing pain with someone than without them. You know, we will choose to stay in toxic relationships, toxic friendships, and more out of familiarity. We sit in the comfort of familiar love, and in many instances, this is the cause of our pain, purely because loneliness feels far more painful. You know, I can tell you firsthand that pain in loneliness is heart-wrenching. It is a tumultuous experience that will leave you feeling totally broken. But the pain of remaining with the person who's the source of your pain is even worse. In many cases, this person comfortably sits in the blind spot of our vision, causing us to be blinded by their inequities. They can freely hurt and manipulate us without us objectively seeing what is happening in front of our own eyes. You know, I had to make some tough decisions last year around the people who actively pour into my life. I took stock of the people who were genuinely dedicated to building and growing with me and those that weren't. As a result, let's just say my circle has definitely gotten smaller. You know, as I've gotten older, I appreciate the value of quality relationships. Relationships that inspire you to reach for higher heights. Relationships that hold you accountable. Relationships that will be there for you when you need them. Relationships that lead with love and compassion, empathy and understanding more than anything else. You know, I have prioritized these people because we vibrate on the same frequency. We have an equal lust for life. They're driven to live. They're driven to leave the world a better place than they found it and are equally committed to having an enriching life experience as I am. These are the people you should actively try and surround yourself with. People who lead with genuineness and honesty. People who on a deep level are good humans. Let 2021 be the year that we leave toxic relationships, semi-committed or flaky people, selfish or jaded friends in the past. It's the year that we stop accepting less than what we deserve. Let 2021 be the year that we commit to continuous growth and intentionality in life. And most importantly, let 2021 be the year that we choose self-love over ego or clout. My fifth and final realization is the importance of learning to say no and setting and developing healthy boundaries. You know, this for a long time was very difficult for me. My family and friends will tell you that I have a big heart. I get joy from seeing the people I love being taken care of. I give right up until my last dollar. You know, despite this, my biggest pet peeve is feeling like my kindness is being taken for weakness. I have learned over the years, especially in 2020, the value of being assertive about your desires and your wishes. If 2020 has given me anything, it's a tougher exterior. I've learned to lead with diplomacy, but stand my ground on values and principles that are important to me. I've learned that it's okay to say no. It doesn't make you a bad person or less than. It means you're choosing self-love above all else. It means you're prioritizing peace over discomfort. 
It means you understand the value of what you bring to the table and you're choosing to give and receive with mutual respect. It's not always easy, I get it. However, setting the right boundaries is a form of self-love. It's you telling people that you value your peace and the life you're trying to build for yourself. And because of this, you're choosing to regulate the energy you allow into your life. Because the truth is, for most people, if they can take advantage of you, they probably will. And because of this, I urge you to enter this new year leading with self-love and an appreciation for the value that you bring to the table. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we wrap up the very first episode of 2021 of the Against the Grain podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for yet another episode. I appreciate you guys as always. This really is a very brief synopsis of the lessons that 2020 has taught me. But in the process of reflecting on what 2020 has meant for us, these truly are the five key takeaways from what has been an unprecedented year to say the least. It's my genuine desire that this new year provides you with the strength to protect your peace, the discernment to set healthy boundaries, and the drive to see all of your wildest dreams come to fruition. And, you know, more importantly, the wisdom to have learned from the mistakes of the past. I wish you all a prosperous and happy new year. Seize this year with everything that you have. Continue to live intentionally. And my hope is that we can continue to grow together. And here's to many more episodes that are scheduled to come out this year. Uh, as a quick update, the Against the Grain card game is itching even closer. We are finalizing some last some last minute legalities, but I promise you the card game is coming. And I'm so excited to see how this game enriches and enlightens and helps you grow in your relationships and not just with yourself, but with your family, with your lovers and with your friends. And uh, I'm excited to get this game out. Thank you so much for your continued support and we'll catch you on the next episode. Take care.